0: time i put on my radio host voice and welcome to another episode this is our 15th episode and actually the third episode this month nice yeah we are killing it like killing it (laughs) i have not been lazy (laughs) yeah you have not been lazy which is very very odd which is very out of character for you and i came on time today (laughs) even though i was like awfully worn. i mean you didn't come on time you came before
1: the Delayed time. I was expecting you to show up at. Dude, I was overworked. I've been working since six a.m. in the morning. But anyway, you said 7, it's seven. You are making it up. No, it was like six six thirty. 30 uh, anyway, so anyway. Okay, right. yeah, yeah. But I've been open, like I'm overworked. You have a time management problem. No,
0: not an overwork problem. You have a time no. management problem.
1: <laughs> anyway, so fifteenth episode pretty great. Like uh, and I guess a lot of people messaged me personally saying that the last episode came out pretty good. Even my mom oh. said that. Oh, but mom is
0: always. But <laughs> but she she's she's nice. She's, she's always mom,
1: complimenting her. Right? Yeah, like I am an yeah. ugly guy, but she still, still says I'm yeah. a good looking guy. <laughs> yeah, even when you have a beard, but, but look <laughs> like a kid. <laughs> but I uh, I guess a couple of my friends who are you know pretty critical of my work have said the last episode came out pretty good. Right, so that's that's a step forward, I think. Right. Yeah. Vodka
0: juice. No, 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 not at all, not at all, I I hate vodka (laughs) No, I'm I'm not dismissing other alcohols, but yeah, I hate vodka So, anyway, anyway, uh, uh, what do we want to start off this episode with? Okay,
1: we are already on the topics, right? A lot of, you know, supercar news, you know, came over the last week I'll say Yeah, that seems to be the talk of the season anyway Right I mean, today itself, Ferrari launched its latest supercar, 296 GTB. I, I've lost track of their nomenclature now. <laughs> Forget nomenclature. I guess Ferrari is, you know, expanding its lineup at... You know, different points. Different points at a blistering pace... Which, you know, you can never associate with Ferrari. The no, moment odd,
0: you use, Sorry, oddly enough, their blistering pace space is only visible on road cars and not on the uh, F1 cars. F1 cars. <laughs>
1: but F1, their F1 team is doing better at least this season, right? <laughs> I mean, better than... Charles Leclerc, yeah. it's, it's, he's doing good. Leclerc was always good. Leclerc... But, but anyway, anyway, we'll talk F1 later. We'll talk F1 later. Let's talk road cars. The 296 car. GTP. Okay. Right? So, Ferrari for the first time put a V6 engine in their road car. Oh, right. It's a V6 hybrid. Right, right. So if you remember like a F8 lot of 8 something replacement. Uh, it, it's not exactly a F-Rate replacement, but uh, it's an it's a entry-level car, okay. in a way. In a way <laughs> but right. uh, Ferrari. a lot of people might say like, like, Ferrari might have already, has already used a V6 in their car, but that was Dino, and it was not exactly a Ferrari. If you remember, it was but a sub-brand. It came with a horse. The horse no, it didn't. Oh. It actually didn't come with a prancing Horse logo on it. It it was branded as a Dino. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it was a V6, then, then I stand corrected. A beautifully designed car, but a woefully slow engine. Right. A woefully, you know, underpart engine. Right. So, but this is like completely different. A V6 engine which has been completely, you know, designed from the scratch. It's a completely new engine. Right. A hundred and twenty-degree V6 is that's like unusually like high yeah like we, we have like usually we see 90 degrees, 40 degrees 45, 45, 45, 90, something like 60 that right? 120 right. so what it does is as you can you know imagine it 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 gets the uh gravitational you know center of gravity down which right. is good for the car right, right? yeah At 120 degrees and it's a hybrid and total horsepower is again like astronomical figure 810 horsepower or something like I mean, that. Th- th-
0: these figures have stopped making sense anymore I, I like Everybody. everyone claims 700 800 1000
1: like now, now now we have gone past thousand so right but the big I mean, news this, is this is irrelevant now. but the big news is ferrari is actually now started downsizing their engines this is some like three liter engine oh. a small a relatively small engine and v6 right like the first road going ferrari with a v6 right And if, I don't know if you have seen the pictures already, it Mm -hmm. looks a little like Lamborghini. I actually haven't haven't looked at the pictures. Which is pretty interesting and uh, I think the second biggest news that really caught my eye was Porsche GT2 RS MR
0: are you, are you okay at i'm like looking just, at the pictures of 296 gtb right now it doesn't look like a lamborghini it looks
1: like a mclaren no it looks a little like a lamborghini but uh if you if you look closely you'll see that it it is inspired by the you know original the, the dino which is pretty nice
0: okay okay Let, let's
1: let's agree to disagree here but it, it has a wedge shaped you know styling so I, I feel it it looks a little a, like it's a it's a mix of a lot. But again, Ferrari is somehow, you know, experimenting with its designs a lot now. Right? Yeah. You have lost count, like, which one is a Ferrari, which is not. <laughs> right, right, true, true. In fact, many of their models, like, their mid-range models and their
0: top-tier models, you they, remember look, the, they
1: look practically the same. You remember the Ferrari Roma, which actually looks like a mix of Alfa Romeo and a McLaren. Yeah, it's uh, or Aston Martin. Sorry, sorry. Right, I I stand corrected. <laughs> but an Aston Martin, right. like if you don't look at the prancing horse logo, it looks like an Aston Martin. You'll you and, and the prancing horse
0: logo is a is a common sight on on cheap replicas as well. But
1: anyway, <laughs> so, but saying. okay. Coming back to the Porsche GT two RS MR.
0: Sorry, why are we talking about supercars? Because so we I, talk about electric, we talk about the future of mobi- mobility and all of that. Like why super are we talking cars, about
1: supercars? Supercars is interesting and also because I did a story on, <laughs> on the upcoming supercars which are not EVs. So so that, that so basically that so is, your on your on time, right. that
0: is your, all your preparation for this episode of the podcast. I am
1: lazy and I was over. I told you that. <laughs> right, okay. But anyway, the interesting part is like GT2 RS MR, uh, Matta Racing. Right? You hmm. uh, we were talking about yeah. it a couple of days. Back a week back, I guess. Right, right. So, Mantai Racing is basically a racing team or a you can say it's a company which basically makes race cars for Porsche and uh, you know participates in uh, endurance racing. Right. This year they won the Lemo, uh, not Lemo, sorry, what am I saying? Now about 24 Hours Racing. Right. They, they came first, so that was big oh, news. okay. But even before they did that, Porsche actually said. We are bringing them under our umbrella. Right. So basically, manta Racing race kits are officially recognized by Porsche. Without so, voiding the warranty. Without voiding the warranty, which is a big thing, right? Right, of course. And now now we know why Porsche went ahead doing that. Because a Mantai Racing car has gone on to do a lap around the Nürburgring in, what, 6 minutes 43 seconds. Oh. Which beat... Uh, Mercedes AMG GT, R. not GTR. It is GT Black uh, GT. What? What is that? I guess Black Series. Black Series. Black Series. Some Mercedes. Black Series. If you remember so Jeremy Clark Jeremy Clarkson's favorite Black Series. Irrelevant. <laughs> no, it is relevant. But that's that's nice, right? Uh, no, Six black minutes.
0: Time's irrelevant.
1: Six minutes forty three seconds. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. It but is, th- it is. coming back to the story which I did uh, yesterday, a pretty boring story but while i was uh, doing the research for it i just realized that how few you know supercars which are ic engine powered and isn't hybrid coming up in the next couple of years like all the supercars including the 26296 gtb we really talked right we really right. talked a couple of minutes back right. it's also hybrid so i think that comes down to the fact that electric gives more
0: Freedom in terms of design, uh, I, I think this is something we have spoken about earlier as well for budget cars and for for different segments. But point is, the same applies for performance supercars as well. No, they, see, it gives more freedom. And it
1: gives freedom. That's a fair and, point. And no supercar owner is looking for practicality. No, so, uh, that is a fair point. But I guess, see, the emissions regulation is you know getting more aggressive every passing day, right? Even in India. Everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Let's not talk about supercars in India, right? <laughs> Although <laughs> McLaren is now officially available in India. Yeah. But anyway, but uh, emission regulations, we know that all the car makers have set aside a very aggressive timeline to bring in EVs, right? right. Electrifying their and entire And if they lineup. have not, the regulators have. Right. Anyway, they have, they have been forced to do that. So, they have, they have been forced to, in a way, hybridize their cars just to save their v12 v8 engines right right fair enough right so i just realized that how few how many how little we will have as an option not we because we can't afford (laughs) we can barely afford a good motorcycle let alone a supercar (laughs) but anyway how few you know we have as ic engine cars
0: but again again, i'm
1: saying that that's fine I, i mean i understand obviously ic engines that, again then, porsche is the only car company which you know has diversified its lineup in a way that they have gone electric without with alien, it, alienating the the 911 is still like flat six yeah that's what i'm saying without alienating the natives right and <laughs> i'm really looking forward to gt3r as driving it because i can right. possibly <laughs> right and sorry uh are you done with the supercar crap
0: Crap, don't call it crap. <laughs> I mean, like, let's, it's my life, I love let's it. Let's be honest, nobody, nobody around is, is going to buy buy any of them. Uh,
1: yes,
0: It's interesting. <laughs> okay, okay. So, anyway, the, uh, on the topic of electrification, I actually want to talk about Harley, uh, this Harley-Davidson Livewire. Right. So, uh, a new electric Harley is coming uh, next month. I mean, at least... I, I can say next month because you, I'm, I'm hoping I'll I'll be able to edit it in the next five days. <laughs> <laughs> if you upload it in June, yeah. So uh, 8th of July, a new uh, new Harley Davidson Live Wire is coming, which
1: is basically not a new motorcycle. I mean, I we we don't have a lot of details yet, but the point is Harley. I guess. Uh, 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 the name was registered in australia and there were some details that were leaked out so basically it's the old live wire it, it, it is uh but with the the name written in a different way so that's a
0: change and harley davidson the name the batch goes missing right so live wire is now basically a sub brand yeah it? right and they, they are making cycles and all of and i mean electric bikes and all of that random stuff i guess they? we talked
1: about it a couple of episodes We did back, it, it's a we smart did. move
0: it is i mean like let's be honest harley davidson the average age of buyers like you you know you you know a lot of Who harley davidson right. owners right. in your circle in my circle we know them and the same story applies pretty much everywhere that's true right so uh it's good that they separated the brand because like people are aware that it is connected to the harley davidson so they can cash in on the heritage but they they have the chance to not alienate their existing set of customers who are buying their 25 dollars $30,000 motorcycles. Right. Right. So, but the point is, yeah, a new Harley is coming. And that is electric. And again, like the la- last... Who called it
1: Harley? Call it Livewire.
0: Okay, a new Live Wire is coming. One.
1: <laughs> the name is One. Right. Livewire
0: One. I'm, I'm actually quite disappointed about Harley not bringing out the, the street fighter motorcycle that was uh, sort of using the same engine as the Pan
1: America. Right, yeah. they dropped it. Yeah,
0: it looked absolutely beautiful.
1: I can't say that, but anyway. Okay, I, I absolutely love the looks. Right. Uh,
0: but anyway, so, okay, uh, while we're on the topic of motorcycles, you know my favorite hobby. Right. right. Browsing used car, used motorcycle uh, classified listings. I do that too. Yeah. Uh, without any money in the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I, I think I, I've, I've done that very extensively over the past 7-8 years. That's true. So, uh, today I spotted a Triumph Tiger. Okay. Uh, with like... A 900. Yeah. The like latest one. The latest one. Manufactured in 2021. Okay. Um, the top-tier top top of top tier Rally Pro model. Hmm. This was listed on the, the Triumph's own uh, used website, like Triumph. Uh, something certified or something whatever right. but basically trying free selling used bikes right and it was actually listed at the same price as it is new well uh, in fact it was listed at almost 1.5 lakh higher than what it would cost new where we live okay with 10,000 kilometers on Odo okay so our clients
1: like uh, appreciating in in value right now are we back to those nine those Chetak days in 1980s remember <laughs> that, right right <laughs> yes i mean i don't
0: remember that because i was not born in the
1: 80s but I i've born read in about 80s, that but my father told me i guess my uncles told me as well that yeah
0: they, they used to sell for more than what people have bought for because the waiting was in, like incredibly high right and, and uh, you remember Their ad campaign Ga- gaadi bula Rahi? it was that we divulge. Okay, we divulge. Uh, <laughs> we are talking about ba- ba- basic, basic, basically the, the, the ad used to be uh, a family going on a scooter with like happy faces all around and that did wonders for the brand.
1: I'll circle back to the sorry, uh, Triumph. Uh, Triumph. Triumph. Yeah. <laughs> so that means we we will never be able to afford a 900 rally yeah. pro i i don't know when i mean since since the time i i i how many di- years do you think we'll have to wait for you know for it to get cheap so, quote unquote cheap so so the problem is uh the tiger has been on
0: my list for a long time now you you're well aware of that right. i absolutely love the
1: drive tiger right right and it constantly keeps getting <laughs> out of my range even after you know, getting a couple of a couple of I'll say you know pay upgrades.
0: Right, right. Of course. I mean, I mean, I mean, my my earnings have but, been going up year on year, but the, price but keeps, the prices the prices keep go, going up year on year more aggressively.
1: <laughs> the <laughs> difference between geometric and arithmetic progression. <laughs> right, right. A
0: linear, linear, or uh, sort of uh, whatever exponential charge. Okay, yeah. I I, I messed <laughs> up. I forgot the maths. <laughs> no, it's
1: it's I I want to cry now. Yeah i mean I, I, 19 I, I, lakh for a 10000 kilometers every huge. morning when i get up i check my account i check my stocks <laughs> <laughs> i i feel that I, I i might be richer by a couple of grand at least I, i'm not <laughs> so, so that's that's schrodinger's portfolio
0: like I, I i don't i i don't check my portfolio of stocks and funds until you actually message me aaj kya hai right <laughs> And whenever you message me and I check, my portfolio is worse than it was last time. So, this is similar to Schrodinger's cat. Right. Like, you are ruining my portfolio. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, and while we are at the topic of electric, actually, we are at the topic of motorcycles, but uh, we are talking about Harley. So, live wire, not Harley, right? Right. I correct myself. Uh, I actually recently tried uh, one of the Hero Electric scooters. Okay. Uh, and uh, I mean, I literally used it for what the scooters are supposed to do—move stuff around, uh, keeping it in the footwell. Because I don't see any other point. Why would you have a scooter? Right. So, first thing, it absolutely has no power. Interesting. Being and, an electric motor scooter. Sorry. no uh, yeah, electric, but like, it, it is it is underpowered and like. So to be entirely fair and honest here I weigh uh, over a bit over 100 kgs right and my cousin who was often pillin with me weighs almost 115 kgs
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so that's that but the activa was able to pull us activa okay, uh, okay. i mean the activa was able to pull us the the, so the electric least. one the electric one was uh, struggling at times was not mo- going beyond a certain pace right so, that's that, but and more importantly, I, I was pissed with the ergonomics. Okay. Yeah, because the seat was like absolutely flat, the handlebars placed in a position that my knees stick against the handlebars. I mean, I, granted, that is a common problem for me on any scooter.
1: Right. But, I mean, it, it felt much worse on this. It felt much worse. I, on I have not seen any of, you know, Hero's electric scooters, but I've seen pictures and they... Do look odd, yeah. You know, so, as, as if they have been made for you know delivery, special, you know, specially delivery guys in mind. I don't know. I mean, this this is not how
0: you get people excited about electric vehicles. This is certainly not. I mean, you, the brand
1: which is actually getting people excited is Ather. So over the last couple of weeks, yeah, I can't tell you the number of people who have messaged me and asked like, how is Ather? Is it worth buying? Can I get a test ride somewhere? I mean, in, somehow, in, fact, in fact if you remember recently Ether a- has in a way cocked up its marketing campaign that's you telling you know, me but now i am in a way you know realizing it no i i was simply pissed at the the guy who called me to offer the the uh
0: drive. right
1: the moment when you realize that there is a lot of demand a lot of people are asking for it but there are not Enough avenues where you can go test it out. Right. You are kind of alienating your market. Like like I would say the the NCR region, uh, if you add
0: Gurgaon, Oida, and Delhi, I'm not even counting Greater Noida. Right. That's about like what, 80 kilometers from one end to the other, 80, 85 kilometers. Something like that. And that has one dealership. That too opened recently. That opened recently. but they, they were offering test rides uh quite promptly but i had filled up a test ride form ages ago ages ago right when when they express their interest that they're gonna uh, open in delhi right and a guy with absolutely no intention of making a sale calls me and i was like okay just send the test ride unit i mean triumph is willing to send a test ride unit kawasaki is willing to send a test ride unit car companies are willing to send a test ride unit and these cost like 10 15 eggs right and this guy is like sir Test ride, then you can't send a test ride Right. And then, I mean, that, that guy is not even trying hard enough. I mean,
1: you can simply especially communicate, when, communicate the same in a
0: very different way. You especially say, when
1: you are in the market with a completely new product, right? The exactly. push has to be that much bigger or. Right, know, I mean, like, even if you, you that,
0: even if you can't send a test ride unit, you can say that in a much nicer way. You can simply say, sir. We can't currently send Because we have limited units Or limited capacity Or whatever right. But if you are here Just give me a call
1: right. right Aether might be Going through Manufacturing You know Constraints Whatever It might have Manufacturing constraints Or whatever it is But I I feel Aether should Especially like NCR Like we are talking About NCR Right So it, it should have More of Their You know Programs Where I was, where pros, prospect, I was Prospective Customers can come And at least Try it out, right? Right,
0: right. You need to have, like, more people it experiencing to be... it. Because, let me tell you, I've not ridden the latest 451, but the the previous one, it was absolutely brilliant. Every
1: single I person mean, I who has test-ridden an Aether has come out impressed, impressed yes. right? Absolutely,
0: absolutely. The product is brilliant.
1: They have to do a better marketing push. Right, right. True, true, true. Because... Uh, the four fifty obviously is better than what I have ridden the the last generation. I'm yet to ride a electric scooter. Beat any one of them. Uh, I the last electric scooter that I rode was back ten years back. I guess. No bike. It was a Chinese bike, and the battery was so bad. I I don't even want to remember. No,
0: it. no, but they, they, they used to have those uh, what nickel? cadmium no, not, not
1: even nickel cadmium. Those lead acid batteries. Right. They 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 used to have those lead acid it batteries. Was a terrible scooter. But anyway, I I have not ridden. Even I had to ride a live wire and somehow I was ill, I couldn't ride it. But uh, I haven't ridden an electric scooter till date. And I am very excited to actually check out an Aetham scooter, right? Right. I I want to go to a dealership and check it
0: out for a while. But too much effort. Too much effort because that's like 30 kilometers for something you're you're not looking to buy. No, but it is worth Uh, checking out, I guess. Maybe, maybe. Uh,
1: So what else? What else? You watched the F1 race last weekend. No, I was watching MotoGP okay. I was, I, You know that I'm a MotoGP fan And it was in Sachsenring, Ring, Germany uh, And Marquez has dominated that racetrack Sorry,
0: sorry, we were talking about Formula 1
1: We are talking about MotoGP Okay <laughs> <laughs> Marquez has been dominating that racetrack forever, right? Hmm. Forever Right Nobody has been able to, you know, defeat him on, on that racetrack Right and and you know what happened to Marquez, right, last year. Right, last, year, last year, I mean I mean for,
0: for probably for
1: most other riders that would have been uh, game over. Right, that would have been career ending. Right, game yeah. over, right? right? And we can see Marquez struggling in all of the races. And here comes Marquez, absolutely dominates the race. I mean that guy operates on a different level altogether. I I was a Rossi fan, not a Rossi fan anymore. But still, this guy is unbelievable. But uh, somebody who was equally good was Miguel Oliveira on his KTM. KTM has come from nowhere. Literally right, right, nowhere right. to Doing really good. Right, yeah. And we being KTM owners, somehow, you know, irrationally, (laughs) we kind of support the brand. (laughs) But Miguel Oliveira, I, for other reasons as well, I support that guy because he was a racer for Mahindra Racing Team in Moto3. Right. And he is, I guess he's very talented. I don't know, is he the material who, a material who goes on to win multiple championships? Right. But he is impressive. Right. Uh, Formula 1 was dramatic in different ways.
0: So, uh, French Grand Prix, as you know, is typically a snooze fest. It is. Yeah.
1: I I watched a couple of laps, the initial for a couple of laps. Then I slept. So, (laughs) I I
0: actually could watch the race only after 15th lap because I was driving and I could reach uh, only... By the time the 15th lap was done uh, to, and, and I got to start watching the race. But basically what happened... Cumulatively, we, we watched the entire race. Right, right. together we watched <laughs> the entire race. But anyway, your bit doesn't matter because the entire fun carried on after that. Okay. Uh, so, somehow, when I started watching the race, Verstappen had lost his first position and Hamilton had overtaken. I saw that. Huh, so, Hamilton,
1: okay, I, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, but so when mean. I So, when I watched the race, it was basically yeah. Hamilton, then... uh Westrappan, then Bottas and Perez. Right. That was, that was the race, right? Right, right. So, then what happened... Uh, and so Gasly catching up. Oh, yes. Which, which was pretty good, interesting. Good drive, good drive. So, uh, what happened was that it, it rained earlier that day. I remember that, and all the rubber
0: was washed off. Right, rubber, rubber was track. washed off. The track was—I mean, the track temperature was unexpected. I would say. Was it cold? It was okay. Yeah. So it, there was not enough grip. So the strat—I mean, the, the strategies went for a toss. I see. Everyone was expecting a one-stop race. Ah. Turned into a two-stop race. And that changed the whole dynamics. Like Bottas was cursing the team that we need to have a second stop. We need to have a second stop. Right. Uh, Verstappen took a second stop. Somehow in the last two or three, with the last two or three laps left, finally overtook and went on to win the race. I mean, it was an absolute nail biter of a race.
1: Mm. Okay. Ah, it was. It was. It was. Mm. You need to watch the race. Okay.
0: <laughs> you need to watch the race.
1: But I, I, I was rooting for Verstappen, even though I don't like him personally. But we want some change. We, right? we want we change. Want change. And, and right now, Verstappen is leading with what twelve points, I think. Right. With twelve points. I mean, no. I, I am a supporter of Perez, the underdog. Yeah. But I, everyone I, loves the underdog. Me. I love Fernando <laughs> Norris. I love him. Yeah, I love him. He's brand ch- uh, Leclerc as well. No, no, like, I
0: mean, just Le- Norris is a bit newer. <laughs> yeah. And, and What
1: about Gasly? Do you like him? I, I, I'm, I'm sort of vanilla feeling about him. Sinoda, Sinoda. Sonoda? Sonoda. Sonoda. Right. Sonoda, right. What about him? He's Sun- impressive.
0: Right? Sonoda appeared impressive right from the, his very first race. But I, I, I'm, I'm saying so it might be a while before we see Sonoda burst any big crackers. I mean, let's be
1: honest, it is his first year in this car okay uh, although he has got a decent car i mean with- we are missing one of the biggest news that came out of f1 george russell move into mercedes uh, is it really happening because there was there was a lot of you know there were a lot of rumors going around a lot of news a lot of out videos but- youtube videos a lot of news that came out saying that bottas is going to be cut from the roster finally and george russell On whom Mercedes has put a lot of money, developing him as a talent. Right. It is the right time to bring him in, otherwise any team can poach him, right? It is a good time to bring him
0: in. Uh, My question is, see, teams typically don't like two drivers with uh, top ambitions. We
1: have seen that In the past We have had, we But had, we have seen A lot of teams Still go with that strategy Because Yeah We, that we, have, competition, seen that. we have seen that But Toto Wolf is rational I don't know I, I guess the competition Really Brings out the talent From the underdog Okay West I, 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 Is a good example Right Right. But I'm just saying uh, Like we
0: saw the same With Vettel and, I, I'm just talking Recent times We saw the same With Vettel And Leclerc right. Both had big ambitions And there were conflicts right we have seen with alonso and hamilton right there were conflicts right now bottas
1: is good bottas is brilliant the, the, for the, the team the case with uh, alonso and hamilton was very different because they both okay. were at at the same Senna place, Prost. Right? again that is different but what i'm saying is here we have somebody who is at who is at the last leg in a way, Hamilton, right? No, we don't know. He's not coming on the top. I I guess I guess yeah. so, but we know that after a couple of years he will be, you know, burnt yeah, out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. But he's but old now. But then we but, have but, somebody, but sorry, sorry, sorry to cut you in. But but still we have not seen any kind of tapering off in his performance yet. Fine, but I what I'm trying to say is what everybody else is trying to justify in a way, you know is mercedes has put in a lot of money on george russell yeah, uh, yeah do, as do. As, a, as a talent right to you know but if mercedes right now doesn't get him in into the team yeah someone will some 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 other team will poach him right and they'll they'll do a brilliant job and Bo- bota's somehow is not kind of doing the right job i mean so okay uh, I'll, I'll I'll put a different picture for you mercedes wants to
0: win as a constructor and Mercedes wants one of their drivers to win the championship, right? Right. Hamilton is doing the job of winning the championship. Bottas is making sure he's always on the podium, but bringing enough points. If you, if you points. zoom out,
1: if you zoom out and see the you know bigger picture, right? What do you do? Okay, if you were Toto Wolf, I I I replay, I for that, but <laughs> <laughs> and no racing experience. Uh, if so, you were in the shoes of Toto Wolf, what would you have done? So
0: I replace Hamilton with Russell bring down the cost of the driver but
1: what if none of them win right in the next year or the year following right i mean that's a gamble that's a gamble again the, the So, whole, what what happens if botas is replaced by Russell. Russell. They, they, they crash out with trying to get... How awesome. do you know <laughs> that? How, <laughs> you for, to how do one. you know that for certainty, right? The same way, I, same way
0: I know Hamilton should be replaced by Russell, <laughs> not Bottas. <Gautas.
1: laughs>
0: <laughs> out of thin air,
1: out of my ass. I guess Toto, huh? people like Toto Wolf know better, but that would be exciting. I want to see... I, I don't know. No, the, the
0: last race did uh, sort of reflected that nobody knows better. It's entirely a gamble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like... hindsight. Like, like, our, 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 you know, insights are always better No, no,
0: no obviously, obviously it is much easier to, to run a commentary looking backwards But my point is Bottas was screaming throughout for a second pit stop Like mm. he was singing pit me baby one more time mm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right.
0: And I mean they, they could have at least tried different strategies for both drivers That's all I'm saying Like like Red Bull mm. went different strategies for Verstappen and uh, Perez Perez Right they, Perez went one one stop But he took his pit stop very late Okay Yeah, Verstappen took two stops Okay And then he chased down Hamilton Right Right So my, my point is they gambled I mean These guys could have at least tried Gambling with Bottas maybe Right Because Bottas was insisting for a second stop He was yeah. losing pace Which one was that race where Mercedes Yeah, the opposite <laughs> happened <laughs> no, or Barcelona or what I guess so Uh, It was, I think, Barcelona Where where Mercedes basically took a second pit stop Red Bull didn't act in time
1: Right So this was payback This was exactly the opposite of that Right Yeah So, Mr. Formula 1 Do you even watch Formula E ever? No, I I think
0: I've mentioned it At least three times on the show That I don't follow Formula E I (laughs) follow only Formula E disasters Which somehow find their way to me Via Twitter Anything new? Oh, yes. I, I spotted a tweet by someone someone with a verified account. Okay. I don't know how legit the news is. Verified
1: account, bro, Completely <laughs> legit.
0: Completely <laughs> legit. So that's not how Twitter works. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it said one of the, the the merchandising partners for Formula E went bust. Yeah, but I don't find it hard to believe. Obviously, right. Yeah, and I tried to validate the news. But the problem is Google, like, if, if I search for Formula E merchandise and go to the news section, it starts showing a Formula One news and all of that stuff. Like it, it doesn't even show
1: Formula E news. Google News doesn't show Formula E. It somehow it's 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 a deja vu situation for me. Were we talking about on this topic from the Moto yeah, E perspective or something we, like that? We
0: were talking about the Formula E disaster. We were talking about oh, that. It, it comes to news only when shit goes south. It's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> some board No, actually That's what I mean, I've tried Watching couple of races
1: The racing is Actually exciting Okay Yeah, but the racing Is the actually last, cool. time, last time Actually we were talking About Formula E I got Somehow Interested Which mm-hmm. is Kind of uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I went back home of eh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, very precise. Yeah, right. That was I couldn't I couldn't I, I, I I find a word for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I went back home and tried searching about Formula E and I couldn't find anything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Formula One and like
0: let, let's be honest, until a couple
1: of years ago, Formula
0: One was I mean it has the history on its side, but it was dull, it was boring, but Liberty Media, let's be honest, Burley Eccleston was sleeping at the
1: wheel. Right. And he almost crashed. Yeah. Before somebody else took the... Right. So, (laughs) Liberty Media is actually doing a kick-ass
0: job. Like, look at the social media of the F1. Okay, I'm sorry.
1: Why am I doing motions while talking? (laughs)
0: It's a podcast. Preparing for a video podcast in future. Okay. Preparing for a video podcast. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So, I mean, Bernie Eggleston, in in his uh, sort of administration, I would say... Uh, there were a lot of restrictions. There was not as much
1: media work. Right now, it um, was a snooze fest. Right, the word is snooze fest. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> not I, eh, but snooze fest. <laughs> <laughs> right
0: now, look at the Twitter accounts of the Formula One teams, and like half the banter is there, half the entertainment is there, and then stuff like drive to survive and all. Drive to
1: survive. I guess I you suggested it to me, and there was always um, that 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 conversation we had, you know, mm-hmm. on on. What was that group otr group right on a whatsapp group and right, it right. got me interested enough to check it out and now i'm watching f1 so yeah great great job not just you actually not just you
0: like a lot of new audience lot of new audience and we've spoken about this on the epi- right. uh, one of the episodes
1: earlier but i guess I, I don't know what formula e needs to do to become a little more interesting because i'm not watching formula e nor neither am i watching I mean Moto people e. are on instagram and twitter at least do a better job of reaching them there true i i i at least still know a little bit about formula e i absolutely have no clue about moto e i mean until two episodes back i didn't know moto e existed <laughs> so yeah i i can i can absolutely agree with you you kind of sound like a robot so let's talk about robots <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it goes but uh, anyway Hyundai has
0: acquired uh, Boston Dynamics. You know Boston Dynamics, right? Yes. The, the
1: people who keep uploading uh, videos of robots doing weird shit. And now even YouTubers are kind of uploading videos on their robots. Yeah, because because the last year they, they started selling commercial units. Right. $74,000, something like that. I would rather buy a good car. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Why would I get a robotic dog called and
0: Spot? Spot. Spot, yeah, and and so I think I, I, I know Boston Dynamics because of the YouTube videos they kept uploading okay. uh, a dog trying to uh, o- open the door when someone is clothing and all of that stuff, and like robots dancing and trying
1: like, to do funny stuff,
0: yeah, yeah, right, right, that's how we know Boston Dynamics. But the point is, we know that
1: they made impressive stuff. In fact, in, in... I've been following them for like a decade or more, I guess, since they have been in under Google google's alphabet or whatever google ex google i thought uh,
0: they were an independent entity with
1: software as a no so in 1992 so what i know remember right uh, the year when i was born huh? you you were born <laughs> 1990 okay <laughs> so Great. so once upon a time when akshay once was a born, time when akshay was born so boston dynamics you know started from a lab in mit right okay in 2013 so let's fast forward to 2013 when you Quite fast forward okay when you were when, when i was out of college huh? you those, were out of college. almost out of college okay. Okay. so that's when i guess uh, google acquired boston dynamics and that is when you got to see a lot of youtube videos you you can you know join okay. the join the dots right right yeah so obviously google is good at marketing shit and then dropping shit but when yeah <laughs> dropping shit that you need to highlight that in yeah. 2017 google actually sold it to SoftBank, the Japanese company, right? Right, right. Uh, And uh, now the Japanese company SoftBank is selling it to Hyundai. It has already sold. Actually, the whole acquisition thing happened in December 2020. Right, right. They have announced it now. uh, And
0: basically, Hyundai holds 80% of the company now. Controlling states. Right. And SoftBank holds uh, 20% of it. Right. But what can... Hyundai possibly do with like Boston Dynamics?
1: Ah, oh, that's, that's an interesting thing. So before we get into that, we must talk about the valuation of Boston Dynamics, right? Right. So, <laughs> so, so when Google acquired it, uh, the, the valuation was unknown. Google didn't, didn't yeah, disclose it, it the is, number, right? Yeah. Even SoftBank did. But now we know that Boston Dynamics is now valued at what? 1.1? 1.1. So 700 some million dollars, something something like that in that ballpark. That was the size of the transaction uh, and it is valued at 1.1, which
0: seems... It's surprising. unusually low for a company that has a lot of public eye, has showcased work, has actually got, I mean,
1: has actually shown progress in the field of... Here we have a company like (laughs) Nikola. Which doesn't have absolutely anything. Which has ten years, <laughs> something like that, and and still they are valued at I, I don't know how many billion dollars. And and thirty I think thirty at their worst. And everybody knows that robotics has a very important role to play, especially with the advancement in AI, right? Right. And, and here we have a company which is like the 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 company. In Robotics, we know, we know F, robotics. a lot of people know, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely, and that is valued at 1.1 billion dollars. It is not a very good news for every engineer working in robotics, <laughs> right? But uh, so uh, along with the press release, Hyundai also released a video
0: uh, that mobility is changing, humans should do
1: something like that, which was a one minute PR crap. Uh, if, if I don't know, if uh, have you been following news? That has been originating from Boston Dynamics, the realm of whatever you call it. (laughs) For the past couple of years, yes. Recently, so there has been a lot of interest from social media influencers or something like that in Boston Dynamics. I don't know, is is it something which has been pushed from Hyundai's side to popularize it? Uh, Because a couple of months back, I, I, yeah, blame me for it. I do stupid stories as well. So there was this uh, social media influencer, a YouTuber or whatever you call that. She went out uh, in some city, San Diego, I guess, or some somewhere in California with her. Spot the pet dog. She okay. she she was on a stroll with her dog, uh, just like a normal dog. So <laughs> it made news. <laughs> <laughs> but... taking a robot for a walk, right? Right. Anyway, right. <laughs> That's stupid, but anyway. But a couple of couple of days, a couple of weeks later. Uh, engineer, right, who has his own YouTube uh, channel, he basically reprogrammed a uh, Boston Dynamic spot dog into something that can piss beer into a cup. <laughs> okay, $75,000 beer, <laughs> beer, beer tap. Beer tap. <laughs> Pissing beer. So, I, I, I don't know, was it a PR initiative from no, Hyundai? Because- I, I think. Uh-
0: May, maybe there is a good okay. chance it was. But since last year, they've also been delivering the robots to whoever placed these orders for a variety of usage, right? Like the in Singapore, they've been put to multiple usage. And they are? I don't know, some monitoring of the parks and stuff like that. <laughs> so I remember one news. So, so my point is that okay. when it is going to ca- catch the public, I, obviously more people are going to... I mean, once it is out in the public, more people are going to take notice and try to right. shit out of it. The
1: moment we think about robots and AI, I don't know why, we we think about... Honda. No, Terminator. <laughs> okay, I was thinking of Honda and mode. Terminator. So if, if if you remember, I don't know, have you come across this news that Boston Robo- uh, Dynamics, the robot spot, was actually used by French anti-terrorist squad for some kind of drill. Okay. So that was also very interesting, right? But but $1.1 I mean, billion somehow it, it it is, you know, I don't... undervalued, right
0: piece undervalued or maybe there is something that is in the hiding, but anyway, the point is Hyundai
1: is the moment, some kind of uh, a, a, an entity changes hands a lot, right hmm. in 10 years, if it has changed hands twice or thrice, right. Uh, I mean, you, let's not jump me? to conclusion. We are not, but I, I, you just did. I don't know. There's something. There might be something wrong.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> uh, but the
0: point is, Hyundai says. But again, this this. But this is I mean have, press right, Hyundai will have. Right. will have a lot of use cases. Yeah. Right. That's for... what that's what I was coming to before you cut me in. Okay. Go on. Why about... keep you keep blaming Today, me <laughs> today I am being you. <laughs> I am offended. But I'll carry on anyway. I'll, I'll... But I'm still not that loud. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot help. If my voice
1: is like, you know, rich. If (laughs) I have a rich, deep voice. Like calling a fat guy healthy.
0: (laughs) Offended yet again, but I'll soldier on. (laughs) Moving ahead. Right. So, uh, So, Hyundai claims that they'll use their technology to optimize their assembly lines and all of that stuff. I mean, basically, they've said everything one can imagine. Okay. Because that was a press release. Which also contained that one-minute video, which basically showed uh, people getting up from wheelchairs and walking, and all of that stuff.
1: So that was again like NPR speak. I am a automotive guy, a petrol head. Let's talk about cars, please, please. Enough uh, of robotics. Okay, can we can we talk about non-petrol
0: cars? First? Nothing from Hyundai. Uh, and I'm more from Hyundai actually. <laughs> so- so Hyundai, what the odds? <laughs> Hyundai has recently launched a, a new crossover. I, I refuse to call it a SUV. Hmm. Uh, a new crossover in India with three-row seating and all of that stuff. Hatchback on stilts. A hatchback on stilts with a third-row seat. Huh? So, okay. so, basically, their Krita X-Krita... Uh, Krita. <laughs> Krita? Hyundai Krita. Uh, that, basically, extended tall. So, first, a hatchback was raised to create Krita then it was extended to create what? Is Al- it creta or venue no i'm talking creta oh it's it's creta and create to create alcazar or whatever some deep shit name mm. uh but the point is it has multiple so it has a lcd for console right for the uh speedo console okay right so which means it has different modes and one of those modes and, and I'm, I'm i'm strictly pissed about the tachometer the tachometer is basically a, a counter with one decimal place <laughs> so it goes like 2.1 2.2 2.3 and in a in a blue colored cube in a blue colored with a 3d illusion cube i mean speed is fine digital but 2.1 2.2 2.3 2.4 that's how the tachometer goes i mean there are other modes where you can have a uh, a virtual needle but but this, this 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 seemed funny and stupid at the same time
1: thank god i don't need to review cars like
0: this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you obviously get have access to Fancy
1: better cars, Fancy <laughs> right?
0: And by the way, uh, a couple of days back, I was driving my cousin's car, uh, which was uh, Suzuki uh, S Cross. Okay. And uh, I I thought by now they some someone must have talked some sense into them to start putting knobs for volume. They're not going to do that. Yeah. So he was driving. I was on the
1: passenger seat. I was just trying to lower the volume because we were having a conversation. How, sorry, how funny is that that I know the guy who actually designed the... (laughs) <laughs> the, the console for Suzuki. I'm, I'm pretty sure even he feels disappointed. But I'm talking about the infotainment screen, not the console. Console, infotainment screen, everything. Like, he, is, he was responsible for Please, the... Please curse him on my behalf. I, I do that. Every day. Right.
0: So, so remember, I think in the first or second episode, I spoke about that and talking about how their infotainment screen, they have like sort of 2mm by 2mm click targets for changing volume. Right. So now they've gone to 3mm by 3mm click targets for changing volume instead of adding and still not address the problem. Yeah, the problem <laughs> is still there because like this was a horrible road inside UP. The car was moving about. I was in the passenger seat trying to lower the volume so that I can have a conversation with my brother.
1: Right.
0: But the car had other ideas.
1: Right.
0: So somehow I was trying to lower the volume but
1: it switched to a, a, a analog clock display. <laughs> <laughs> From spardinger's equation to... Heisenberg's uncertainty principle. Right, right. So, <laughs> talking physics today. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh,
0: but yeah, so the touchscreens again, horribly designed touchscreens, still a bad idea. Things have not changed. If you're gonna flood the car with touch screen, people are gonna be pissed. We cannot complete an episode without talking about Tesla, <laughs> and we'll continue that record. So Tesla is gonna register losses in Q2 because of the amount of Bitcoin they're holding. The shit that helped them in Q1 is gonna oh my god bring them down in Q2. I don't
1: know what's happening with Tesla. What's happening with Elon Musk? At that, that, I I cannot make sense anymore. Can you? No, I, you you talk. I, I I guess I I need to shut up. I mean Tesla never made sense to me anyway. The company or Elon Musk? You're talking about Elon the Musk. Products made sense. Okay. The company didn't. I mean, a Ponzi scheme can still
0: give out good products.
1: Deep shit, deep shit. <laughs> <laughs> Are we getting pills off <laughs> on this show? I don't know. Like a couple of minutes back, we were physicists. That's, that's a quality. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you're talking about Bitcoin, the whole Bitcoin scam by. No, that, that's that. I mean, the. Call it a scam. <laughs> it is a
0: scam, obviously. Scam. It is a scam, obviously. Like, things didn't change in two or three months. Right. Yeah, and I told you about the website last last episode, right? Where you can track basically what Elon Musk said and went back on. Right. Yeah, so keep tracking on that. I'm not interested, but yeah, it, it gives us funny stories to talk about. By the way, by the way, the the, the new Tesla deliveries, uh, the Model S deliveries are on. Model S played. Model S
1: Plaid, yes. What a Plaid. Plaid, yes. Warp speed. With, with new, new Yoke-style steering wheel. Like a fighter. No, mm-hmm. not an aircraft. Sorry, an aircraft. Right. New York style stereo F1 like, style You gotta feel like You're sitting in f F1 car Right Yet it makes no sense On the road <laughs> I I I started watching So I read a Post on uh, An article on Jalopnik And Jalopnik If you know Jalopnik Being Jalopnik It always You know Crushes anything That is Even Out of ordinary Out of ordinary <laughs> And it's funny right Right So they posted A video They, they From Twitter TikTok I don't know whatever it was, this was a guy using a yoke steering wheel. And the moment he was trying to turn the car, immediately you know why the yoke steering wheel makes no sense. Slipped out? Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's rather obvious. How is it even legal? I don't know. How is it legal? Like, it it will lead to, I don't know, whatever it will lead to. And,
0: and, he, I mean, even I mean, something so, which is funny. Sorry, we are talking about a country that doesn't allow different kind of headlamps or tail lamps or... Turn indicators, right? We are talking about exactly that forces I motorcycle for man- their- motorcycle <laughs> manufacturers to put gigantic, like hideous, like like our KTM's have got. I would say slimmer than normal turn indicators, right? but the point is they are very visible. They are very functional. They are placed properly, absolutely properly. You cannot doubt them. You cannot, yeah, you can. I mean, I, mean, I, mean I, 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 I have my issues against the turn indicators used by Audi. Those swiping ones. Anyway. Right. Not but the, point is, the point is, these are not an issue. These are perfectly right. visible. And I know, I, I, like my literally, as my day job, I try to make roads safer. Right. These are not a problem. But even these motorcycles come with gigantic, ugly-looking indicators in US.
1: Okay. And somehow that... That look from shit, the 80s. That piece of shit indicator... And the regulators... So the piece of it, shit, steering wheel is legal. And if if you remember, the regulators in US have not accepted that OVRMs be replaced by cameras. Oh, right. Yes, yes. You know, you remember that, right? Yeah. And here we have US regulators accepting your steering wheel. Accepting or not, but basically these cars are being delivered. So, so yeah. obviously, it, it somehow passed some kind of regulation regulations, right? We don't know Tesla, how can you, how Tesla can you launch a car without, you know, passing the regulations? Again, we don't even, know is Tesla. Even funnier. What is, is, you know, for selecting to go forward touch, or touch, backward, touch. you yeah. have basically sw- swipe up, swipe down <laughs> animation on the screen. How dumb do you think people are? I mean, the, this is stuff has to be
0: sort of muscle memory this stuff doesn't have to be something and and we spoke about stupid innovations in cars i think our fourth or fifth episode right right uh, which in which we were talking about like idiotic designs for gear shifters right i mean this this this, talks this, and this, was, this much beyond this <laughs> blows those entire two
1: episodes out of water right. <laughs> the moment is it, do you know how to swipe up? Right. I want Tinder or what? I don't know, is it swipe up or left? But, that, anyway, I, I know you have a Tinder profile, please don't pretend like you don't. don't. You check. know it is left and right. I, I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like swipe up, swipe down. Right. Predictive. Oh man, I don't know. Tesla is funny, but... Yeah, the one which you were talking about, the video right, which so you I, sent me on
0: WhatsApp. Right. I, I had a good laugh. Right. So, again, and we don't know, obviously, you can't validate shit on Twitter. That's how Twitter works. Uh, wasn't but, a blue, uh, an account with a blue tick? Uh, no, it wasn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but but anyway, I mean, Twitter is a, uh, a mixed bag of facts and sketchy lies. Okay. But the point is, someone was posting a video of... Well, like... So, someone was posting a series of videos of how kid, how excited he was about taking the delivery of his new model is. Right, right. And posted a series of TikTok videos and the same on Twitter. And when he finally had the car, it was still in transport mode, I must mention. But the, the airbag from the steering wheel basically could be pulled out literally like, like
1: anything. That's one of the f- funniest things I've ever seen. I mean, okay. we I mean, gen- I mean I've not seen... We, we, we generalize, but we still believe that Chinese products are cheap. But this, that, that, this, That's the stereotype the that exists. Stereotype, yeah. right? Yeah. But this is like <laughs> much beyond that. Right. The whole, the, the whole module... Sorry, by being,
0: the way, we are recording this in a, on a fo- phone made in China and it is perform- performing perfectly well.
1: <laughs> but the whole module popping out from the steering wheel, a yoke steering wheel was insanely funny and disturbing at the same time right i mean i've never seen an airbag and i'm glad i've never seen an airbag in use
0: anyway (laughs) i've never seen an airbag in a car okay yeah which i'm glad i mean after the crash or anything I'm, i'm just glad i've never seen an airbag but like like this is literally the center of the steering is popping out with the whole whole airbag I mean, that, that is shit scary. For a
1: car that I've paid like $150,000, 150, yeah, $150, that is not something that I want to see, right? Right, right. Let's talk something interesting. Okay. What have you read recently? Uh,
0: so recently, and I think it has been a while since I read that, uh, Honda is working on clutch by wire. They have filed a patent for clutch by wire.
1: Okay, I've heard throttle by wire, not clutch by wire.
0: Which throttle by wire is actually a brilliant piece. And obviously, we know, the, we, we know the
1: benefits, right? Right, right.
0: So, because obviously, and, and I think uh, throttle by wire serves its advantages. So, I, I, sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll start Spell off it with down. what, what throttle by wire <laughs> is. Uh, is basically, it is not throttle directly connected via a wire. So, <laughs> so, basically, the throttle you are turning or the throttle you are pressing is not directly operating the throttle bodies. But a basically a sensor, right? Is, rather is sending a a, a signal, signal to the ECU, which is then deciding how much the throttle should be opened based on where your throttle is, what what condition the other, what gear you are in. And
1: basically, what it does, does is, is makes it insanely easy makes for better throttle choices, mapping. Makes better choices for you, and throttle mapping it makes it as simple as that but because it can be tra- using
0: traction control. Right at that point, it can be saving your ass. Right, it makes it easier. Yeah. right? Plus right. it can be making the the uh, sort of sorting out the emissions because maybe you're going right. too aggressive on the throttle right, at the right. end which won't pass the emission regulations. Right.
1: Uh, but throttle by wire makes sense. What do you think about clutch by wire? So,
0: sorry, I'll, a be, big pause, I'll, be, but I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> I am very skeptical because clutch is all about feel. And uh, you and I both have Duke 390s. Yours is without a slipper clutch. Mine has a slipper clutch. Right. And you and I both like the clutch feel on your motorcycle a lot more. Right. Because mine has a slip and assist clutch, which means the contact point is not a point. It is a range. Right. That irks me because I cannot perfectly rev match on my motorcycle, but I can do that on yours. Right. So that is already sort of disrupting my riding experience. I don't know what
1: a clutch-by-wire system will do. Right. I guess it's, it's it's the same case with ABS modules. Because if you remember, every time we talk about R15, you tell me how how much the feedback is from R15, the old the generation I, which you had. I, I had the V2. But I you, still hold on to it. So the, the, the thing, perfect front-end feel. So there was this one day where I was trying to research on it. And I found out that basically the V2 didn't have ABS in it, right? That it didn't. So basically, it had a direct connection with the front front disc. Yeah, yeah. The moment you add an ABS module in into the mix, immediately you the feel is more wooden. But maybe it is, it is the same maybe... case with even super bikes, right? Right. I have ridden Ducatis without ABS. Even if you can imagine that, right? Right now, okay, it's I no, I've not written any document No, you, about you, it. you must have, because if you remember... you oh, must sorry, have, sorry I have written the, the, the Monster 796. Right. It didn't have an ABS in it. Seven nine five seven nine six. 796. I, it I, it? I, yeah. I wrote a seven nine five seven nine six quite a bit. Right. And if you remember, it didn't have an ABS. Right, and right, right. if you remember how Im- insanely good the the, the feel was right. of, uh, for the brakes, right... Similarly, the case- no, no,
0: okay, sorry. So this is not the same uh, again. The brake feel, what I keep complaining about, our KTM. That is not about ABS. That is how do you know? Because I like the brake feel on your motorcycle now. Now, now that you have changed the
1: brake pads. <laughs> feel? No, it's more about the bite. It's not about the feel. Like, Even if, if you if you're you a motorcycle, motorcycle, I mean, I agree. ABS intervenes there. I agree. ABS right. intervenes. Is there's there. another module in it which basically it, it there is interference and right. the whole field and, goes out of the, and it's, i i in in the case of clutch it would be much the 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 the, the feeling would be of that contact point it's going to be much more pronounced if i may say Though, uh, okay i agree there but again let me let's talk about the benefits, yeah, like be the let, benefits? let me talk
0: sense here <laughs> <laughs> there yeah. must be some reason why the right, company right, is doing of course, it, right? of and so, a company f- like Conta. first thing i, I, I think Clutchless shift. I mean, obviously you can shift clutchless right now. I mean, beyond the first gear, I don't think I use clutch. I mainly use clutch. Same with your, same with you. Right. right. But uh, imagine this coupled with a quick shifter. Okay. You know how quick shifters work right now. They basically, that is like a blip of throttle. Yeah. Like,
1: Either like, they cut off the engine or they, they, they blip.
0: Yeah. They, basically, they cut off the engine for a, for a moment and then they, they are back on throttle. Right. Right. So imagine that bundled with a clutch. Okay. Right. And the ECU having control over not just engine power, but the clutch as well. So probably the shifts can be much quicker. Second thing, and I'm sure you have installed the KTM. The flywheel uh, is so light. I, I I guess that that is a bigger use case. The, the flywheel is so light that uh, like slightest mistake or or maybe slightly misjudging even an incline. And when you're rolling off, you, you there is a good chance you, you install it. Right. Right. I mean, I, I know when I, when I switched to this motorcycle and when I switched to this motorcycle, I had already ridden for more than a decade. Right. And yet I probably stalled. For, it takes a while to get used, get used to, you. to the, right. the light flyby. Right.
1: Right.
0: I, I think those situations can be avoided. Especially I guess in off-road motorcycles, it will make more
1: sense. Right? Oh,
0: oh yes. I didn't consider that in off-road So because motorcycles, I, I have
1: ridden a DCT enabled or equipped. Uh, after that win, right. So the last generation one, The last one. generation 1. Right. Although, I somehow was missing the clutch. But, the the DCT you was, was missing the clutch for slower sections. Slower sections, right. right. Uh, on jumps and things like that. Or dips, whatever. But, there were places where, you know, I cocked up. And the DCT actually helped me. Right. Otherwise, I would have stalled. Right. As right. simple as that. Right. And, and Okay. Uh,
0: we started riding off-road like near the end of last year.
1: Probably, yeah. Right.
0: That's when we found out that our skills are not up there. Our skills are not what the Honda Africa Twin made you believe. Obviously. <laughs> so, any day. I well, cannot dismiss I mean, that. I mean, maybe today we can try to compete with that. With the skills we have gained. Back the then, no. Course. Not a chance. we were not up there. We were not, no, not even remotely up there. But the
1: Honda Africa Twin made you believe otherwise. Right. But I guess this this will... So, we know that DCT uh, gearbox is much heavier. Right. It's it's almost twice the weight of a normal gearbox. It is twice, right? I know that for a fact. I I don't know. So, I I, I I won't validate whatever you say. I I write that. I've written about it. So, but anyway, DCT is heavier, right? Right. So, using this technology, it might be, you know, beneficial for something like an Africa twin, the right. next generation uh, Africa twin. i only things are normal riding
0: scenarios, like uh, uh, when we ride around our expulsing trails, there okay. are some sections which are like rocky, which you have to do in second. Because in first, you can't keep standing because obviously there is too much rock. Right. right. So you have to do those sections in second. Right. And you, you are almost at the point where you have to ke- very, very precisely modulate the clutch, modulate the throttle. Keep a control. Keep
1: standing on the motorcycle. I mean, may- maybe it can be helpful in those scenarios. Right. And good that you picked up that point. Uh, what about those people who ride on clutch a lot?
0: Uh yes. I, you know,
1: I, I, we, I, I, we I, know we personally know people who have actually burnt out, burnt clutch out clutches in like for for, for no reason, right? right. Just, just because they ride on clutch. Right. So this will also help that in that scenario. I what I feel. Maybe it, maybe it might be one of the use cases maybe maybe right but but i uh, i
0: think so, so, so obviously there is a lot of good that can potentially come out of it uh, but i'm i'm still worried about how it will change the feel of the clutch right because that is a big deal that is a big deal
1: uh only for okay so so again but that will so, only but lots motorcycles have already a lot of motorcycles have already moved to quick shifters right Right. No, so, Superbikes, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's so what it, it, the, the, the problem might not be as big as in the case of brakes. Because in brakes you need I'm more precise. Talk, I'm only talking launch. Because otherwise you can shift clutchless.
0: Right. If you if you have
1: a good control on throttle, you can shift clutchless. At various, least with up shifts, you can do that pretty easily. Even with downships. In down, downships, the they, good, good throttle control, you can do that. No, with the more the torque the engine has, it it gets more difficult, right? Right, right, right. True. But yeah, so,
0: but I mean, it would be interesting to watch how Honda plays this out because the
1: possibilities are absolutely But this is exciting. Yeah, this is absolutely exciting. I want to try it out as an automobile enthusiast, as a writer on, you know, a journalist, if I call myself a journalist. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I I, I actually look forward to this in, in off-road motorcycles. I want to try it out. Yeah. Imagine right. Africa Twin without a DCT and this, this, it might be actually pretty interesting, right? right? It would be lighter. I mean, you, you know. Uh, and Africa Twin is insane motorcycle. Right. It's a beautiful motorcycle. Off the road, Off it, the is, road yes. it's it is, the tiny. It is lovely. I want that without a DCT. And if this technology is there, it might be actually a pretty good. One. I mean, sorry. Sorry, for the global audience in India, uh, for the first generation,
0: the, the manual version was not available in India. Right. Thankfully it is available now. Yeah, it is available Thankfully, now. The prices have shot up like crazy. Oh man. Don't even talk about that. Honda has gone crazy with the prices
1: for all the motorcycles. Let's talk something about domestic markets. Uh,
0: okay, what markets do you want to talk or market,
1: about? Whatever that. What do you
0: want to talk about? Oh ethanol fuel. Oh right, yes. I read the government is planning to go to, what, E-20 fuel. E-20, right? right? E-20. Right now you're at, what, E-10? E-8 or E-10? E-10. E-10. Okay, okay. Sorry. Uh, so we're
1: at 10% ethanol. 20 is like quite a bit. 20 is like a big jump. But let's talk about what are the disadvantages and advantages of using ethanol as a fuel. Okay, so I know for a fact that ethanol, like aluminum engines
0: don't like ethanol as much. Right. Uh, so, apparently, ethanol... Uh, Even if
1: your engine, per se, is not made of aluminum, we have... Aluminum rings, components. Rings, right? Right. Piston rings. Mm-hmm. And piston rings can get eaten pretty easily. Right. Right. But they're not made of aluminum, right? Are they not? No, no. No, no they're not. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Wipe that part out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but... There are components. But I... I right, I have... Red because you prompted it to me that uh, ethanol actually eats into aluminum, right? Right. So they are pretty bad for the age, for the for the health of the engine, right? Right. Right. So, but Nitin Gadkari, our transportation minister, right? Right. Right. So he has suggested that he will reach out to car manufacturers saying that adopt, adapt their engines to ethanol fuel. Adopt,
0: adapt, overcome. Whatever. Whatever
1: but do you think it's it's going to be really beneficial for bringing down the prices of fuel i mean the prices right now are are, are fucking horrifying astronomically
0: right so i've discovered that there is a sixth gear on my ktm which i had not <laughs> used until now okay <laughs> but right now i'm coasting everywhere hmm in sixth year, right, saving fuel, getting getting what 27, 28 kilometers per liter. We have reduced our motorcycle rides as well. <laughs> that's no, how bad think, it is. I think that, that's a factor of uh, that, that's an external factor. But I was trying to make a point. <laughs> okay, yeah. But but the point the point is yes, the fuel prices are astronomical right now. Uh let's not get into the details, let's not get into a political debate of why. Uh but the point is, yes, uh, obviously, because uh, a lot of the oil is imported it may reduce our dependency on imports because we can manufacture we can manufacture a decent quantity of ethanol locally but It's from
1: corn right if it's i it's from a lot of sources corn right? is one of the biggest a lot sources of, lot of grain corn i guess it's the biggest sources. and okay and okay. It, okay think of how many varieties of beer you know okay <laughs> I just drink. I don't treat. Right. So there is meat, <laughs> beer. There is beer made from barley. But anyway, corn beer made from bees. Corn is one of the biggest sources of ethanol, and it should bring down the prices. But uh, what worries me is the in engine the life. life of engines, right? Because car engines, it's not fairly
0: common in car engines, like mainstream car engines, to be made out of aluminum. But there are still obviously components. Right. So of course, this would require a sort of transition. And the the problem
1: with that is we need to keep in pace with other countries true that that's the biggest point yeah that's the biggest you know problem here because let's be, let's
0: be honest the domestic products like even right now the domestic products are, are are like a vanilla bunch right we need more exciting products and if if we move in this direction will sort of reduce the options available to us and which is already limited in terms of motorcycle and cars the options are already limited in the Indian market. Right. And we'll reduce them further if we don't keep the pace, match the pace with markets like Europe. True, true. Hmm. So, that's my concern there. That's, I, I, I think, And I, I think they, they have plans to sort of go uh, bigger with the number of ethanol in future.
1: Right. They want to increase it to some astronomical figure which I don't even want to talk about. Right. So... But- I don't know. It would be
0: interesting. By the way, you've been looking for a car for a while now. You've been looking for a car replacement. Yes.
1: yes. How's that so going? I, I sold my old car and I'm looking for a new car. Um, new car or new old car? New old car. Because, you know, it's better. It's more economical. and so you, are, you are part of the problem. You're part <laughs> don't of the problem. Even talk. You first talk about it then. then no. Spell out what the problem is. No, I'm, I'm telling
0: you the problem is. <laughs> the problem is that you... You ba- are back to yourself being... You know, to talk talkative. Yeah, I'm compensating for the first bit of the episode. But basically, you buy second-hand cars, you buy used cars, and then complain about not good enough cars available in the market for you. New cars not not tailored for you.
1: No, I don't do that. You but do motor- that? No, I don't do that. <laughs> That's only for motorcycles. <laughs> okay, motorcycles also we have bought. But, in- car- <laughs> yeah. but anyway, sorry. Jokes apart, I was actually, I am looking for a used car. And I have realized that on OLX, right? Yeah, my favorite portal. <laughs> even for me. Uh, there are very few people, owners, who are actually listing their own cars. There there are more companies, right? Right, yeah. Companies who are into this market.
0: Right. Like, dealers like or big brands? Dealers,
1: basically dealers, big brands, something like... Spinning. Right. So I th- that change started
0: already a couple of years ago, but since last year, since the
1: pandemic hit, that has been catalyzed. True, true. I actually read a report, but it was about the American market. Right. It was not about Indian market, but the points that were listed out in that post were pretty similar to the Indian situation. Circum-
0: a lot of people are forced into buying cars. Right. Because they cannot use public transportation anymore. Because they find that public transportation
1: is not so safe before, anymore. Before we go into that point. So what that report said was. All of a sudden you find that used cars are actually selling for a good price. Right, right. So yeah. which is if you are in the market selling your old used car. It is a good news. Good news, yeah. Right. But if you are in the market buying. like us. <laughs> if you are basically like us. Searching for a used car, you'll find insanely expensive options. Right. All of a sudden, you'll find cars which you could find easily for dirt cheap. Dirt the, cheap that, cars, the cars. that which that would, a seller would struggle to find a buyer for. All Those of a are, sudden, you 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 will find it for. They are for good price. Like they are they are at like sixty percent of the seventy percent of the original prices. You know that I'm in market for. Thanks to you, for a spotter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sparda or a Volkswagen. Volkswagen I was interested in but also a Skoda and Skoda if you remember were really bad with with, you know resale value.
0: Yeah absolutely and that's exactly why so I I always used to advise people to find used cars that are good but not popular. Exactly. That's what you have to look for because the, the first one has taken all the depreciation hit and the ridiculous depreciation hit and then you can buy it for a good price
1: used. Right. That's, that's what I do. Yeah. That's but what we both do. Right. A lot of us do as well. Hmm. But uh, all of a sudden then now I'm finding cars like Fabia, cars like even something like a superb or anything. They are holding their value better than at least, still they're not as expensive as. So there are two factors actually in at play here. Okay.
0: Uh, first is obviously the entry of a lot of players like Cars 24 or Spinning. Right. Okay. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll bring to your example. Actually, you okay. had to sell your other car, second car. Right. Right. Now the point was you could probably wait out for a good buyer. Right. And maybe fetch another 10, 15,000. Right. And we are talking 10, 15,000 Indian rupees. <laughs> anyway. So that's like $2,000. Mm. No. Right. Or you could actually sell at the price you're getting today. Right. right. So for most buyers, they sell a car, then they put they use that money to put down a down payment and then the buyer used a new car. Right. Right. So if I have the option to sell my car today for three lakhs, or if I have the option to deal with like five different potential buyers and sell the car at 3.5 lakh. Go through the entire, you know, go process, through the entire assets. process, probably deal with 10 idiots, two con men. Right. Yeah, I mean, because obviously, the con men always show up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I've sold motorcycles a lot. I've only bought things on OLX. No, no. <laughs> I, I've sold used motorcycles. I know con men always show up first.
1: Okay, but anyway, yeah. to the point.
0: So, so the point is, you are excited about a new car. You're excited about a new car purchase already. Right. Right. And at that point, you think you're going to spend 16 lakhs on a new car. This is going to put 3 lakhs on a down payment that you can have today. Or you can deal with five idiots and two potentially good buyers right. over the next a month, right? And then get money and then go through all the hassle for an extra fifty thousand, right? In a proportion, looking at sixteen lakhs or seventeen lakhs for a new car that you're gonna maybe buy, fifty grand will not matter. Not, not a big deal. That it is ain't like ain't two installments.
1: Battle. Exactly. That is like two installments. So you choose to sell it to. A dealer. Uh, a, a peace sp- of mind. Basically, peace of mind making the peace whole and situation, you know, the whole process a lot more simpler. simpler right. So you send it to someone like Cars 24 or someone like that.
0: Right. Right. And once you're sold, they can, they have the financial might to hold it. Exactly. They can actually keep holding on to it. Like Volkswagen Polos used to go for like dirt. <laughs> they used to go for dirt prices. Like right. I've seen them listed at 2, 2.5 lakhs. Or below. Uh, I mean below obviously they were not worth
1: buying. But anyway, but yeah. You could get it for really cheap. Yeah, you could get get the cars were much better than what they were valued at. Right, right, yeah. Obviously.
0: So the corresponding Suzuki would be like four and a half, five lakh, and you can find them for half the price. Right. But that's not the case anymore because a lot of this inventory is held by dealers and big name startups that are sitting with a lot of cash in the bank. Right. They have the capacity to hold out. For a good buyer. So they are doing basically what the original buyer would have done. But with more leverage. Right. So first factor is that. And obviously the second factor is a lot of people are driven into cars by the pandemic. Right. And that's when people buy the vanilla option.
1: People right. look
0: at brands like Suzuki and Hyundai. Which are the safe bets. Which the Padoswale Sharmaji has also bought.
1: Padoswale Sharmaji.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, this Sharmaji has got a Ford. <laughs> okay. Uh, so they, they go with a safer option or they go with the extreme cheap option, which is the used car.
1: Right. For a buyer who is not into cars or not aware of everything, obviously it is it is a good option that you go to any one of these dealers. Right, of course, they they, they, they a layer right they they certify these cars give you warranties guarantees whatever they say right and uh, they also tell you like what is the problem with the car and things like that and make the whole process of registering the second hand car the used car in your name much simpler right right but right. somebody like us we already know all all the processes right involved right. in it we, and we, we know we know how to interrogate the interrogate <laughs> and we can also judge how the car really is car or motorcycle For most right? parts yes. most parts right yeah. at least at least over the last 10, 15 years, we right. have, we have learned, at least got that skill. <laughs> right. I mean, I've
0: bought what? Two two used motorbikes and they've been brilliant deals. And
1: might've helped other people as well, right? I have done, oh, that, oh, oh. I have done yeah, that. Right. that right. so, so, logic, I'm in two digits. Right. And mostly we have never been wrong. Right. Yeah, yeah. So for people like us, all of a sudden in the buyer's market, we are at loss. Right. So, yeah, especially in my case like, all of sudden, a i i when i need a car i am almost forced to pay at least a lakh more lakh, more, lakh more and a half than that, actually probably more than that i like, am in a market i am in the market for a car which is from 2015 2016 right. and uh, what i am judging from the market i feel i will need to pay at least a lakh lakh and a half or even 2 lakhs more so uh, in the case of a of a Volkswagen or a a Skoda. right
0: If if I With, go which, to more which vanilla which are, options,
1: which are undervalued, and if if I go to a more vanilla option right. like a Suzuki, right, forget it, <laughs> forget so, it. So uh, you know, I mean, I don't need a car, right? But you keep
0: looking for options. I, you keep, I, looking the I keep looking fights. for fun options. <laughs> I keep looking for fun options. Listings. Like if, if there is a good deal on a on a car that I like, I would not mind buying one.
1: Right. right.
0: So a friend of mine was telling us uh, this ford fiesta the second gen the, the second year that it. came in india right they used to go for cheap prices amazing car. amazing car but cars never cars held its value never held its value they used to go for like two half, like half lakh, three lakhs right right so i made the guy an offer i waited that that guy will come back That's to hard. me <laughs> i waited that that guy will come back to me that okay i'm not able to find a better offer anywhere else right uh, turned out he got almost a lakh higher than what i offered through so one of these dealers one of these uh, sort of, I would say, used car platforms. But uh, okay, I mean, obviously, this is a, a very, turning into a very selfish conversation. But the point is, because of the pandemic, they are selfish. All our con- conversations are selfish. Yeah, uh, obviously, obviously. <laughs> uh, but the point is, this will actually catalyze the the uh, the layer being added in the, the the trust layer being added in the used car ecosystem.
1: I mean, obviously, you and I, we can it's still. Not- the used car market is not really efficient in India at least. Or trustworthy. Or trustworthy, trustworthy. right? Trustworthy. I mean, it corn is... men are plenty. Yeah, we have seen that. At some point of our life, we must have faced it, right? Right, right. I, I know. I, I I remember looking at a, so I was looking for a car for myself. Okay.
0: The deal This was, was back in, what? The, the 2016 probably. You had that money? That kind of <laughs> I, I was looking at a fiat punto which which would in, in the used market was like 1.5 lakh, 2 lakh. Okay. That was motorcycle money. <laughs> okay. Now that was motorcycle money. And basically the insurance was in someone's name, the registration was in someone's name. Uh-huh. And the guy showing me the car was someone else. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> <laughs> so so my point is this is fairly common, and like we know when to walk away. Right. Right. Bonus, Not
1: everybody does. Uh, right. I see your point here.
0: Uh-huh. And and those people would appreciate the added trust. Like, And I could see that. Like the car was in decent shape, but there were ske- sketchy service history. Okay. Some unusual part replacement, which indicated a potential crash. Mm-hmm. Plus a no claim bonus missing on the insurance. Oh. But the point is most people. Red flags all over. Red flags all over. Red right. flags all over but the point is that most people won't know to look for that and we know we know our friends most of our friends won't look for these stuff right yeah, most most of our friends won't a simple test drive will do for them right yeah they'll, they'll take it as but but that's where... that hides a lot of you know shit yeah i, I, I mean <laughs> s- someone actually offered me decent money for my ktm and i almost sold it <laughs> and you know it needs a lot of work right now. It Needs a lot of work right now. So right. just because this guy was a friend of friend, is like let it be. Like it would be unfair if I sell it to you at this price. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean the the trust system in the used car market is not there. Uh, and and that's where the, the the pandemic has catalyzed a lot, and is gonna work towards uh,
1: sort of a better used car market. True, Mm -hmm. it's it's good news for people who really don't understand automobiles. Yeah. But bad Bad news for us. For us, at least when we are in the buyers' market.
0: Right, right, right. True. True. I
1: mean, I know I regularly
0: keep browsing the classifieds. I've not spotted a good deal in ages. And your tiger story. I was blown away by the fact that a that a nine thousand five hundred kilometer used Triumph Tiger Rally Pro is. They're asking for the same price as a new car, a new bike. I mean, let's be honest. When, when selling used accessories don't add up in the cost. It doesn't.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. It's, it's
0: your it's, choice that you chose to customize it, it. It's your choice that you chose to add
1: accessories, but you can't be asking for the price of a new motorcycle. Right. Right. I just hope somebody with a ZX6R. Stupid enough to buy it in the first case and not use it the way it, it was intended. No, sorry, to. not,
0: not, not, uh, again, poor choice of it. not stupid enough to buy it, uh, stupid enough to buy an incorrect motorcycle for
1: himself or herself. Okay. Anyway. Because that's a good motorcycle. Uh, obviously, stupid enough to not use it, I said, yeah. the way it was intended to be right. used. So like, like, you're like, too, too like, like the seller as of, usual, you're too jumpy. <laughs> like, like the seller of the R15 I bought or the KTM Duke 90 I bought. And even the Duke 390, I bought. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that guy went on to buy a, uh, the old uh, uh, cafe racer. A Royal Enfield Cafe Racer, the GT. Right. So, the the,
0: the, ga- the guy I bought Arjun Five from uh, went on to buy a Royal Enfield Thunderbird. And the Something guy...
1: common we can you know yeah. A common pattern we can see.
0: So, so, <laughs> nee, nee, so, so, the problem is a lot of people go by reviews and the spec sheet.
1: This, this, don't don't add me into that list. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying a lot of people... But we know a lot of people who do that. A lot of people look at reviews
0: that tell that this motorcycle is great, this car is great. And let's be honest, motorcycles have, I would say, strongly defined characters from a lower price right. than cars. right? And a lot of people buy them based on opinions and verdicts drawn on auto car and overdrive and the likes. And they're not wrong. Right, like Duke three ninety is a brilliant motorcycle, but not suitable for everybody But it is not a motorcycle for everyone. Right,
1: like right. my, my dad hates Duke three ninety, but you love the Dominar. Uh, Duke three ninety is still suitable. Suitable RC three ninety is the best example you can right. take here. Right, same on
0: the case the R15 I bought. Right, like
1: that
0: guy was was suffering with back pain, wrist pain because he didn't put enough effort into sort of learning the correct way of riding a sport bike. <laughs> But again, great for me. I bought it at 50% price. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So, my my point is that you don't have to always look at the spec sheet. You don't have to always look at the verdict of someone else. Spec sheet doesn't
1: matter. Power doesn't matter. Do you realize that we have been blabbering for, I don't know what, hour? (laughs) One (laughs) and a half hour. New record. Without any topic (laughs)
0: Best topic let's me. let's put it on a close. I actually have a brilliant topic, but I know if we pick that up, we're gonna go on for another hour. I guess for the next episode, that should be something interesting. Yeah, let's keep only that for the next episode. No other topics.
1: I guess it sounds good. It sounds good. Yeah, you know the topic already. Uh, let's let's let's. And let's... there are a couple of Wendy's burgers. Waiting, waiting for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am hungry. I skipped my lunch and uh, no, i can't wait wait so yeah
0: i guess let's put this to a close but before we close it uh, i would like to give a shout out to hubhopper again brilliant platform and obviously they they you you can simply host your podcast for free two podcasts actually not just one two podcasts for free on hubhopperstudio.com they'll take care of the distribution and the folks are even nice enough that they actually respond to me actively on WhatsApp when I when I send them stupid queries. <laughs> right. so, so that's actually really good. So they take care of the distribution, they take care of the hosting and for free. Uh so shout out to Hub Hubhopper. I'll I'll include a link in the bio.
1: Plus another Newsletter. Link. Let's talk yeah, about Yeah, that, that's what that's
0: what I was coming to. Another link you need to be checking out is our newsletter.
1: Right.
0: Uh, I am sending that them. So they won't be... So you can be sure that I'll be punctual. The newsletter will be delivered to your mailbox every fortnight. And it won't be boring. It won't be just what we are talking in the podcast. It would be everything from the world of mobility. It would be your single source for everything that you need to know about the changing ecosystem of transportation right right so link again in the in the description of it its add value, <laughs> right and and we are already getting some good enough subscriptions and i'm about to send the next one out in what like four days if you okay four days four <laughs> days from the date of recording this right so, yeah, that's... I think about it. I am done with my radio host voice.
1: Yeah. But so, it's time to say bye.
0: Yeah, because like one and a half hours is a lot. Like we're, we're, we're breaching our record with every episode.
1: Uh, till so, next time.
0: Yeah, till next time, which will be... Which, should, which, be which, interesting. Which, interesting. I should be interesting. I am already excited I about and the next it would episode. not be very far. Would not be very far. That is more important than anything. But we we have been punctual, right? Yeah, we have been more timefully, consistent. Timefully. More consistent, yeah. Right. So, that is about it, I think. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Again, uh, we've got the links of the social platforms. Uh, you can send, send your- in
1: your feedbacks, whatever you want to say. Right. If you want to abuse Akshay, do that. If you want to abuse me, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Or, or if you want to jump into the one, of, one of the episodes, we, are- yes, we, we will want to listen to you. If you want to be a part of this episode, if you can add something to it, yeah. we'll be more than happy to accommodate. It would be very exciting, right? Right. Yeah, of course. We have we want to build a community of petrol heads, so people who electric heads, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> but we want people to be a part of this community right. and make it a conversation. I mean, that's one way. That was the
0: whole idea behind starting right. this podcast. If, and, I, if, and I'm glad we are getting the audience we are getting. Right. That's yeah. that's very yeah. exciting we, because the most exciting thing about we're it... we are trying to find a middle ground between the vanilla auto-publications and on the other extreme end tell me, publications. me tell me about it so we're
1: trying to find a middle ground. So and if we're glad that we have you listening this stop talking already <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if you are interested if you have anything to say just reach out to us we will be more in, more than interested in you know getting you into the show or whatever it is right. right yeah so yeah thank you very much for listening I think let's
0: put it to a close goodbye take care
1: okay bye